Hello and welcome to a Smashing Theory, the ultimate prediction podcast for Super Smash Bros. and other video games. I'm Daniel. And I'm Sean. And hey everybody, welcome, Hello. welcome back from a holiday. Didn't know you were going to keep talking <laughs> somehow. I don't, know, I don't know why I didn't assume that you, a host of the show, would continue to speak, but well, I was wrong. Anyway, uh, Thanksgiving happened, and we're back from Thanksgiving. Yes, it, it was it was pretty nice. It was nice. Yeah, you went to Florida. I did. Saw my family. Saw my friends. Saw my cats. Good times all around. Yeah, Amy and I uh, had Thanksgiving by ourselves, but we accidentally bought a turkey for fifteen people, <laughs> uh, and so uh, Sean now gets to help himself to the leftovers that are still in the fridge. Woo! Um. But uh, that that turkey is tasty AF. Nice, tasty uh, turk. Also, uh, the history of America is a nightmare. Yes. And, uh, and colonizers suck. Yeah, so, just to be clear, we both celebrate Thanksgiving as just a time of fellowship and gathering yeah. and, and not as a... And not having anything to do with the history of pilgrims or, or you know, European uh, settlers. Yeah. Yeah, we celebrate the the family and and gratitude like themes yeah. of the holiday, uh, and not all that Christopher Columbus ass bullshit. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so uh, this is our annual Game Awards prediction episode. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Before we get into that, of course, we got corrections from last month's episode. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and and there's plenty to go into. So first of all. Uh, we were unclear on whether or not Castlevania Judgment soundtrack was any good, because right. who's even played that game? Yeah, not me. Uh, not me, but a pretty good soundtrack from, yeah. from the snippets that we listened to right before recording. Yeah, I would say so. You know, it's, uh, it's kind of like a rockin' version of normal Castlevania music, yeah. which suits fighting games pretty well, yeah, I think. a lot of really, like, guitar-tastic, like, arrangements of previous right. tracks in the series, and uh, the ones we listened to are pretty good, so uh, thumbs up to that guy. Yeah. Thumbs down to the rest of that game. <laughs> Maybe. Right. Haven't played it. True. Stormy Saxophone is actually called Stormy Saxophone 2. It was a sequel, and I didn't know the whole time. It's the theme of Team Yagami in King of Fighters 96. Okay. Uh, it's also the only uh, brand new arrangement that's from King of Fighters, mm -hmm. which means... That the only King of Fighters theme to get rearranged in Smash Bros. Ultimate is an Iori Yagami theme. <laughs> Iori Yagami being Sakurai's favorite King of Fighters character. Okay. Huh. Yeah. That's remarkable restraint <laughs> from Masahiro Sax. I wish someone would look at me the way that Sakurai looks at Iori Yagami. <laughs> well, Amy does. Right. Sometimes. I wish someone would look at me the way Sakurai looks at Amiibos. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when Amy looks at me, it just looks like she's reevaluating her life choices. <laughs> Sometimes she looks at you like Sakurai looks at Yori Yori Yagami. Sometimes she looks at you like Sakurai looks at Game Balance. <laughs> that's, that's so rude. With a growing appreciation over time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice, good save. Thanks. Hey. Uh. So, it turns out I was wrong about uh, Omega stages being banned in Competitive Ultimate. Okay. Um, they were banned in some Smash 4 scenes. Okay. Uh, because because of slight uh, 
differences and all that. Sure. In Smash Bros. Ultimate, most Omega and Battlefield form stages are legal uh, in tournament settings Mm -hmm. uh, with a handful of exceptions. Okay. One is any stage with a 2D flattening visual effect, like Flat Zone, Mm -hmm. uh, because this effect actually changes the hitboxes of the characters. That's fair. Uh, That'd basically be like learning a whole new matchup. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, The Fountain of Dreams stage, because it has frame rate issues on Nintendo Switch. Uh, The Windy Hill Zone, because the grass in that stage even in Battlefield and Omega form, Mm -hmm. is so dense that it hides Isabelle and Snake's traps. (laughs) Uh, Well, now I know what to do when you pick Windy Hill Zone like you do. Pick Isabelle. (laughs) Uh, You you can't defeat the power of of Live and Learn, even with with Isabelle's traps. That's fair. Well, especially since I found out a couple of days ago that my two mains... Um, Isabel and Little Mac are both, like according on the to many tier yeah. lists, the lowest tier <laughs> of those two characters specifically yeah. are the lowest tier. So, you know, sucks to be me. Well, hey, man. Hanging on the edge of tomorrow. <laughs> uh, you may never find your way to... Live it! Live- yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, also, also, uh, gamer, because the camera angle is different than every other stage. Okay. Uh, I think so. You can see, like, the TV in the window and stuff. Right, I see. Otherwise, all Omega stages are treated as Final Destination. So if during the stage selection process, uh, someone has struck, uh, Final Destination as an option, you also cannot play any Omega stages. Right. And, uh... And all battlefield form stages are treated as battlefield. Sure. So if someone strikes battlefield, you can't play a battlefield form stage. Okay. Yeah. So uh, there, there's a bit more aesthetic variety in competitive ultimate. As That's a result. good. Yeah. I fully expect to still see most battles played on Animal Crossing <laughs> stage, but you know it's good that the options there just nobody uses it. Yeah. I've like in retrospect, I did see someone like use that option like once or twice when you're a combo breaker (laughs) okay uh so it happens but not a lot yeah because i i think yeah i think battlefield and final destination are no longer like the most like meta stages to really duke it out on these days it's it's animal crossing yeah Woo, kk slider (laughs) i mean kk slider's great no he's great but i also think that cheddar cheese is great but I no, I would eat cheddar cheese for every meal I've ever made for the rest <laughs> yeah. of my life. Actually, I Oops. also think that uh, That's I don't cake. like that stage. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> there. Uh, the Doctor Mario mobile game is called Doctor Mario World and not Doctor Mario Medicine Mania. <laughs> <laughs> let's take ketamine wow (laughs) mario and uh i guess that's why Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! duel links is Yu-Gi-Oh! duel links is a little under three years old and not three and a half years old okay it just feels like i've been playing that game since the dawn of time ain't that the truth so so the 2019 game awards right uh Always a, a fun way to to see a bunch of new game reveals, and also like uh, 
like a healthy amount of of, of wild like, and stupid <laughs> shit. Yeah, <laughs> like for a while, the gestation of of this was kind of the Spike Game Awards, and those were always like really laughable. Right. Yeah. Uh, like just you know, uh, the the word cringe does come to lot comes come to mind pretty mm-hmm. easily. Um, but the Game Awards, especially over the years have evolved over time yes uh to the point where they're only kind of embarrassing to show to a <laughs> right to a casual gaming friend now yeah you know they they feel like a proper awards show with sometimes stupid things that happen <laughs> in them yeah <laughs> yeah uh however um they are pretty fun to predict so let's get started okay so, first off, uh, one thing we also did last year was we looked over the Game of the Year nominees, mm-hmm. uh, and this year there's one that's very relevant. Yeah. Uh, so the nominees are uh, Control. I have not played this game, yeah. and I know almost nothing about it, except for one thing that's kind of spoilery. Oh. But I did play Alan Wake, which this same dev team did, right? and I thought that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what that means for Control, but I this, did not like Alan Wake. This is also the Quantum Break team, though, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, like Remedy Entertainment. Um, yeah, they. Uh, I I know that there's there's a group of people that are really passionate about this game. Okay. Um, and the I vaguely remember seeing a trailer for it that looked pretty cool mm-hmm. so i'm hoping it is pretty cool yeah that'd be uh, nice yeah uh death stranding i've also not played this game but i'm gonna yeah i love hideo kojima and if he made a game where you were a butt just uh flopping around pooping everywhere i'd play it <laughs> yeah you know i'd probably play that too <laughs> i, I, don't I think you're more likely to play that than you are death stranding <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's it's just like, it's the same, like, really serious font as, like, Metal Gear, but it's, like, poop action, poopy butt man, the game, a Hideo Kojima game, starring Mads Mikkelsen as poopy butt. (laughs) He would get Mads Mikkelsen back for that. (laughs) I I tend not to talk too much about, like, other, like, gaming, like, media things and, like, gaming podcast things, but, uh... Brian David Gilbert's uh, Unraveled. Mm-hmm. He recently did a. Uh, he recently created his own Hideo Kojima like name generator. Yes. For like what your name would be in a Hideo Kojima game, and it's very long and extremely accurate. Yeah. To a degree that astonished me. Yeah. Uh, my, <laughs> your, your Kojima name. What was it again? Uh, poker singing. Poker singing. Yeah. Yeah, which which feels like kind of like that mid generation mm-hmm. like Kojima name. I I took it a couple times. I think the favorite Hideo Kojima name I got was the Recovering Lost Man. That is so great. <laughs> that's like right around like Peace Walker, you know? Uh-huh. Like that's exactly the kind of name that would actually be in a Kojima game. Yeah, so like <laughs> Amy Lee's was my favorite though. What was hers? Oh, I uh, let's see. She she had a couple too. One of them was uh was Pet's Baby. <laughs> I didn't know about that one, but I do uh, like that one. And her her other one was the 
the exhausted death man that's the one (laughs) yeah and if like you know if her name if her great name and my great name sound similar it's because it's because we each took the the generator test once Mm -hmm. and then we kept the same answers on each of our sheets but swapped our results right right so like yeah so like uh (laughs) so the re- the recovering lost man is my answers with Amy's results. Okay, right. Yeah, and then, yeah. The exhausted death man is just peak MGS five. Oh yeah, you know, right <laughs> yeah. up in there. Yeah. Oh man, it's it's so good. It's excellent. Yeah, so absolutely. I'd... Take it if you have the patience because it's worth it. Yeah, and then uh, and then tweet your Kojima name at us. Yes, at a smashing theory. Yes. I will reblog your Kojima name. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm still very intrigued by Death Stranding tentatively because <laughs> uh, you know in the review cycle I got everything from tens to right. threes. I will play it in the living room so that you can experience it vicariously through me. I would love to watch you do that. Nice. New Hideo Kojima tactical pooping action. <laughs> Speaking of video game that Sean like, the next nominee is Resident Evil Two. I played the shit out of this game. I got uh, Claire A and Leon B uh, endings. Nice. And this is the best Resident Evil game to come out since the Resident Evil remake for the GameCube. It's superb. Damn. Uh, It's gorgeous. It is a fantastic update to the original. Uh, And if you have even just a little bit of interest in it, if you like horror games, if you're a Resident Evil fan... Uh, or if you're not, uh, absolutely pick it up. It's so great. Yeah. It's really, really good. Cool. Probably my game of the year out of the games we're going to be talking about. Nice. Uh, well, up next, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Have not played this game. Don't know a whole lot about it. It's uh, it's by the Dark Souls team. Right. Yeah, from from software, uh, you know, it's it kind of is like yet another kind of evolution of the Dark Souls fighting style. Sure. And, uh, and one of those just punishingly hard games but also it's really satisfying to learn mm-hmm. and and improve at kind of games and uh, I yeah, like those games yeah I've, I've heard a lot of people like it so nice. okay it kind of makes sense that it's here even though it's like both both Sekiro and control kind of feel like comparatively very niche experiences yeah yeah well it's funny death Stranding is not a niche game because of how heavily it's being marketed right but that is a niche experience yes yeah uh the outer worlds from obsidian entertainment this game I find kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, because I was expecting when I found out about it at first that it would be kind of just another Western, you know, kind of like Fallout-ish, Borderlands-ish experience. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but I've learned a little bit more about it, and it actually does some interesting gameplay stuff. Yeah, I've I've heard that basically, like, you know, it's got some Fallout-ish things going on. But it's closer to Fallout New Vegas than anything else, and I've heard that that's the uh, that's the best Fallout uh, of that, of the of the three D Fallout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's I I will say that I'm probably not gonna wind up playing it, but I'm intrigued and I'm glad that it's taking risks. Yeah, I I probably will play it because it's on Xbox Game Pass, baby. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so I'll I'll probably get around to that because I fucking love my Xbox Game Pass subscription. He fucks Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> that's not what I said. <laughs> and finally, our relevant uh, nominee. 
the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Never played it. Don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've played it a lot. Yeah, and I know a lot about it. Yeah, it's is good. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's here. Me too. Uh, you know, it's it's deserves it. Yeah, it's it's really impressive whenever you see a fighting game get nominated for for this kind for the full Game of the Year award. Yeah, you know. Uh, and yeah, Smash Bros. Ultimate is awesome. I think. It's a little sad that it's the only Switch game on here, question mark. Yeah, yeah I think the, so too. Yeah, only Switch game. The Outer Worlds will be on Switch, but it is not yet. Okay. And uh <laughs> although Outer Worlds is so buggy on like even the good consoles. <laughs> right. That that's gonna that's gonna be interesting to see it on Switch. But anyway, yeah. That's uh, good that's gonna be one of those games where like they find a bug that is not only game breaking, but it bricks your Switch. <laughs> you know? That's gonna be one of those games. Cool, okay. That's my prediction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the the outer worlds gets to hang out with Pokemon, <laughs> right? Uh, very very rare that Pokemon yes. bug, but but apparently it's happened. Um, uh, but those are our six nominees for Game of the Year, right? Um, what what do you think is gonna take it? I think that that's a really good and hard question. Yeah, right. Like, yeah i I know that. My personal game of the year out of these, as I said, is Resident Evil 2. Uh-huh. Uh, I can tell you that I don't think it's going to be Controller Sekiro. Yeah, I, I agree um, with that. Yeah. I think that... I, th- I think that if it's Death Stranding, it'll be because this is like the Jeff Keighley crowd. <laughs> yeah. And he loves Kojima 2. Uh-huh. Uh, but my instinct is that it will not be Death Stranding. Okay. Which means that it's either going to be Resident Evil 2, Smash Ultimate, or The Outer Worlds. Right. Out of those, uh, I think that's a really hard question. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't narrow it down. So, one thing that's worth keeping in mind mm-hmm. for... Uh, the way the Game Awards work is that uh, Jeff Keighley has assembled a pool of voters sure. uh, from various like gaming press and gaming media, mm-hmm. like the members of BZ Allies are all voters, right. uh, like I think Kind of Funny is contributing, mm-hmm. uh, and 10% of the vote will be decided by uh, by user submissions, right. by people voting on the website. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, uh, like kind, kind of a negligible amount. But I think that because it's it's kind of going to be decided by by curated group of people, mm-hmm. um, I think that it won't be Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Actually. Yeah, I I think that it will not get Game of the Year because I think everyone everyone likes that game. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen anyone that dislikes Smash Bros. Ultimate. Right. Uh, you know, unless you are really devoted to a previous Smash game. <laughs> right. Uh, but I don't know if the game review crowd, I don't know if the game press crowd mm-hmm. loves Smash Bros. Ultimate yeah. the way they might love some of these like other more narratively ambitious experiences. And The Outer Worlds, on the other hand, feels like it's one of those experiences where you either love it, like head over heels, mm-hmm. or it's not really your thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think Outer Worlds will get votes. I don't think it'll win. Okay. Um, so out of the three you mentioned, I yeah. think Resident Evil 2 is the most likely. Okay. Yeah. Does, cool. does Does that help you make your decision? Uh, I almost don't want to go for Resident Evil 2 because it's such a bias thing for me, right. you know, that it doesn't feel fair almost, but I don't know. It's, it's really hard for me because I almost think that none of the games on the list has such a backing 
uh-huh. you know, among the press or even among the people that it stands out yeah. among a lot of the others. Like, you know, for instance, the year, like, something like The Last of Us comes out, you'd be like, okay, you know, obviously this is going to get a lot of attention. Yes. But with this, it's like, these are all good games, but none of them were, like, mind-blowing, you know, completely changed the landscape of gaming. Yeah. Uh, Game of the Year and all these different publications. Like, it, it feels it feels like a very divisive, or not divisive, but it's, there's there's a sense in which it's a very even list yes um so i'm just gonna pick resident evil 2 because of what you said and i and i like it nice i'm i'm gonna go a little bold okay and say death stranding okay all right yeah like i i think the pool of voters like ultimately is kind of decided is kind of handpicked by jeff Keeley and his crew right right? so like i i don't think he's like he's gaming the system or whatever but i think like the people he reaches out to a lot of them are the kind of people that kind of kind of share his general headspace Mm -hmm. you know not having his exact tastes but maybe being the kind of people that would appreciate death stranding more sure and uh and also i think that like death stranding is also one of those games where uh, where either like you think it's a masterpiece mm-hmm. or you think it's really pretentious garbage, <laughs> uh, because I've seen both of those reviews. Yes, and um, I think a higher percentage, a higher percentage of of people that think it's a masterpiece are going to vote that way as okay. opposed to people that love Outer Worlds. Right. Yeah. I think that I think that is a really interesting way to look at it. In that, like. The people who think Death Stranding is a masterpiece are going to vote for Death Stranding. Yeah. And the people who don't could vote for one of five other games. Yes. Yeah, that's a really good way to look at it. Yeah. And let me put it this way, too. I think that even though I think that Resident Evil 2 has enough mass appeal that it's going to be Game of the Year. Yeah. I hope Death Stranding wins because I think that then we'll just get more wild-ass games from Hideo Kojima. Yeah. He'll think of it as, like, a mandate to keep doing weird shit. Yeah. And I just want to see what that's, that's like. That that would be a really interesting timeline. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he'll try to find ways to do really weird shit either way. Yes. Like, like a lot of Death Stranding's worst reviews came from America, mm-hmm. right? And in an interview, Hideo Kojima was basically like, yeah, well, uh, you know, it didn't do too well, uh, critically in the united states uh because everyone there likes first person shooters and i think it kind (laughs) of went over their heads a little bit (laughs) like you said it a little less like like assholey than that but not a lot less assholey than that (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i i think he'll be plenty motivated to do weird shit still he'll he'll still think that's the way to go i'll look forward to it uh, so, okay, cool. So your prediction is that Resident Evil 2 is our Game Awards Game of the Year. Yep. My prediction is Death Stranding. All right. So now the big meaty predictions time. Oh, actually, uh, side note, mm-hmm. Smash Bros. Ultimate is also nominated for uh, Best Fighting Game of the Year. Okay. And I think it's going to win that. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, I yeah. would say so too. Yeah, be- us, especially because its competition is, like, largely laughable. Well, okay, that's, <laughs> that's rude. Uh, its competition... Include Samurai Showdown, yeah. uh, a solid game, mm-hmm. um, Mortal Kombat 11, which is a very well-made fighting game. Mm-hmm. And It's uh, funny, like, Mortal Kombat 11 and Smash are almost, like, opposites of each other, in that, like, 
for MK11, it's kind of great as this really solid competitive fighting game, uh-huh. but there were things missing about the single player experience. Right. And then Smash is like, you like single player experience? <laughs> oh boy, let me tell you, we got 300 hours of single player content. We'll put you into a world of light. <laughs> you like, uh, you like, uh, arcade mode? Well, we got custom arcade modes for everybody. And don't even get me started. Uh, the multiplayer auto. Don't worry about it uh the online it's uh, fine it's fine you can go online it's like one-to-one yeah. it's great <laughs> let's focus on the single player the universe of lightness i mean local multiplayer is really good unless you're playing unless, on switches <laughs> unless you're playing like on multiple switches right. that's right ad hoc is not good oh yeah it's awful you know what's really funny like like amy and i did uh did a Pokemon Sword and Shield like raid, right? Like with local wireless, mm-hmm. and it went great, really smoothly. Okay, Smash like that experience <laughs> with you, me, and her all playing on our separate switches. That sucked. Oh, it sucked. Yeah. It sucked a lot. Oh boy. I think we honestly would have played more Smash multiplayer if that had been a good experience. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Dead or Alive Six. Uh, <laughs> Dead or Alive Six. There it is. Oh, yep. And Jump Force, which. Oh. Which is uh, a f- a fun ex- fire. <laughs> it's a fun experience on a shallow level. Right. If you want to create your own like character that has a bunch of uh, moves stolen from different anime <laughs> characters, right. uh, I actually kind of had fun with that when I played Jump Force on Xbox Game Pass because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to spend money on that game. Of course, um, but uh, yes, although it is kind of a a fun experience on that like base level. Uh, it is hot garbage, yeah, <laughs> and uh, it looks terrifying. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so I I think I think Smash Ultimate will win that. Although I think MK11 has an opportunity to take it. Yeah, yeah, same. Okay, cool. So let's get into the real big meaty part of the episode. All right, predictions for what kind of reveals, what kind of exclusives will be revealed at the Game Awards this year. Let's do it. So let's lead with the part we want to talk about the least, Fortnite. Uh, there will be a llama hat where you put it on and your head looks like a llama. Great. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I know nothing about Fortnite. Yeah, I think they'll reveal the next season. Right. Maybe maybe it'll be some kind of, like, tie-in to some really cool piece of media. Sure. Because, you know, there was, there was an event where you could be Thanos or whatever. Right, there was right. another recent event where you were, like, Batman. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll they'll show like a really wild like <laughs> third part like yeah like right. IP tie-in. I could see it. Yeah. Hmm. What? What absurd Fortnite crossover? <laughs> uh. So it's got to be something that's like not bound to any particular console. Uh-huh. Star Wars. Oh, duh. Star Wars. Yeah, Darth Vader. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For Fortnite Star Wars. That's, All right. That's our prediction. And by the way, if there's already a llama hat in Fortnite, I still win that prediction because I <laughs> guessed that that kind of thing would be in the game. <laughs> no, if it's already in the game. Uh, whatever. Too late. Uh, up next, let's uh, let's kind of break down what uh, what different things we could see from each like major video game company, right? Sure. So first is Sony. Uh, yep. You know they used to do PSX around now, but they haven't. 
mm-hmm. uh, in a couple of years. Uh, they didn't really show anything at uh, at Game Awards last year. Okay. Uh, but Death Stranding will be such like a presence. Yeah, yeah. That I feel like maybe there could be something. So a few options for that. Okay. Uh, one is uh, their their kind of make a video game in the video game project right. dreams. Uh, went to early access this year. They said the full version would come out in 2019, mm-hmm. and they have not updated us on that <laughs> since then. Right. So, so if they were ever going to release it in 2019, yeah, this would be the time. Yeah, like <laughs> it'd be crazy if they like shadow drop dreams, but like mm-hmm. I think I think they kind of need to sell the disc also. Right. Know? Right. Um. So I, I could see like a release date trailer for sometime in the first half of 2020. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of trailers, uh, Last of Us Two. Yeah, that makes sense. Like a like a new gameplay trailer of that uh, would be good here because mm-hmm. it's coming out May twenty twenty. The last big thing I could think of to come from Sony is uh, like an expansion announcement, like a DLC for Death Stranding. Do handstands to amuse your baby. <laughs> first thing i thought of when i, I thought of death stranding DLC. I, I think something like that's possible but i also think it's a bit too early sure. to bust that out yeah um you gotta bust out the baby handstands later <laughs> so i i but i do think there's a decent chance of a dreams announcement okay and i'm gonna call it here actually all right a joel trailer for last of us 2 like, oh yeah like a gameplay trailer where joel is playable yeah that's cool and i like that yeah uh i think <laughs> I think it'd be kind of lame, actually. I kind of just want to be Ellen for that whole game. Right, and then uh, Joel is, like, the uh, just hanging around. Yeah. Hey, like I'm it. Tutorial Man. <laughs> yeah. It's flashback to when you were 14 and I taught you how to fire this gun. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Nolan North? Uh, Nolan North. Troy Baker. I'm Troy Baker. <laughs> we're interchangeable. We're the same person. <laughs> It's like that office space meme where it's like corporate needs you to tell the difference between these two pictures. It's a picture of Nolan North and Troy Baker. And then what's Pam. Name? Pam. Just goes, same, same picture. picture yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think it'd be kind of like if if Joel is playable in Last of Us 2, I think that would kind of uh, show a lack of confidence in what a good playable character Ellen could be for that entire game. Ellie. Ellie. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Ellie. Not... Not Ellen Page. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Ellie, no, that's right. Ellie is not played by Ellie Page. Ellie is just a ripoff of Ellen Page's <laughs> right. likeness, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, right? Yes. Yes, that's correct. And yeah, so th- those are my thoughts on what Sony could bring to the table. Uh, Microsoft, I actually don't think they're really going to bring anything big. Okay. Uh, because they just had their XD20. Like their X019 event, right? Where they just like you know announce a bunch of stuff. Did just the coolest part of me for that is Microsoft. If you're listening and you'd like uh, Xbox Game Pass to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> uh, let me know because right. uh, this is fucking turning into that shit for We're free. Pretty right much now. doing it already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they announce a bunch of cool shit that's coming to Xbox Game Pass, right? Uh, like this year and next year, shit like some Yakuza games, the like many Final Fantasies. Yeah, every Final Fantasy released from seven to fifteen, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Streets of Rage four. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just a lot of cool shit coming out for Game Pass over the course of the next year, uh, and I'm here for it, man. <laughs> uh, but I but since they 
they unloaded a lot of stuff at that event. I don't think they really have much to show right this second, and that's that make, fine. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. WB Games is yeah. always a pretty prominent presence at the Game Awards. True. And I think there's a decent amount of stuff they could show this year. Okay. It's funny, uh, this is actually pretty similar to uh, our prediction list for WB Games from last year, <laughs> because like pretty much none of that happened. Right. Uh, one thing to note is that WB Games is the publisher of Cyberpunk 2077. Right. Uh, and I think there will be a gameplay trailer at the Game Awards. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That game's hot right now. Hot like a tato. Yeah. Rocksteady's project is still nowhere to be seen. Right. Uh, we know that it's not a Batman game. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think they're going to bust out something really cool, but I... Man, it's tough to figure out what it could be because every time, every time I'm like, "Ooh, I bet maybe it's like a Superman game." Like, you know, a leaker's like, "It's not a Superman <laughs> right. game." They're never making a Superman game. <laughs> yeah, I man, I whatever it is, I trust Rocksteady. I think they'll make something cool. Yes, they usually do. Yeah, but do we think that uh, that Rocksteady's thing will be at the Game Awards, whatever it is? Uh, yeah, sure. Why okay. not? We haven't heard from them in a while. You in know? a while, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I think that would be cool, so I'm gonna say yes. Okay, what do you think it is, then? I think that it's gonna blow our minds <laughs> and be completely stunning. What property is it a part of? Ah, well, you know, <laughs> that's what's so cool about it. <laughs> Is that it's a really <laughs> great property. <laughs> uh, and I don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> Fine, I won't force you to commit. <laughs> no, I just, I'm legitimately drawing a blank. Like, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, Do you think it'll be DC related? Like another superhero? Mm. Or just because what I was thinking is it's like going to be something wild and completely different from what they've done. Yeah. Ooh. <gasps> Matrix game. I saw the same thing. Yeah, I saw the same fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, the same fucking time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that. I I think that actually fits. You know, yeah. Like, WB is currently like working on like a new Matrix movie, right? Mm -hmm. With Wachowskis. Yes. Uh, or a Wachowski. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, like it. So Rocksteady would have access to that IP, mm -hmm. and uh, and just then when the Matrix game would be dope, dope. AI. God, it'd be so great to play a good Matrix game. Yeah, that'd be so great. So here's what I I I, I think I'm gonna buy into the Matrix uh project uh -huh. thing, but I think it, if it is that, it won't be announced until next year. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that if it's there, there's a decent chance that it'll just be a situation where like. You see the classic neon green Matrix code on a uh, black background come down, and then it says, like, The Matrix Game, developed by Rocksteady, coming 2022 or whatever. Yeah, like, I think, like, you'll just see Rocksteady Games' logo, right. right? And then it fades, and then the green text uh -huh. falls down, yeah. and then just people fucking start losing it. I will lose it. <laughs> I will lose my, my head will explode. Yeah, no, and that's... I'll have to find a new co-host, because I will be dead. <laughs> uh... But we did talk about Batman for a second, and speaking of Batman, uh, we know that Rocksteady isn't working on a Batman game because uh, we have reason to believe that WB Games Montreal right. is working on a Batman game codenamed Arkham Legacy. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and it's rumored to heavily involve uh like talon and the court of owls okay uh, right like a kind of pretty a fairly recent addition to batman's rogues gallery but a a pretty cool one mm-hmm. uh one that you can definitely base a game around so okay. I'm, I'm intrigued by that uh i do think this will be revealed at the game awards this year nice yeah cool uh finally uh that triple a harry potter game that leaked like a year ago and we yeah. haven't heard about it since what the fuck happened to that yeah i don't know yeah. maybe, maybe we'll see it here right yeah maybe Maybe Drake, J.K. Rowling was like, I hate trans people. And they were like, it's canceled. <laughs> no. <laughs> WB... Far too much money is on yeah, the line. Yeah, exactly. WB Games likes money way too much for that to be true. Yeah. Unfortunately. You know what I think might have happened? What? Uh, is that WB Games, their output has has slowed mm-hmm. in recent years. Like, especially like the past year or two. Like uh suddenly of like all these big studios they have have gotten really quiet and aren't releasing games right and i think it's because they've been spending the last year and a half removing loot boxes and microtransactions from their titles <laughs> i think that might be what's happening okay. behind the scenes right now i could see it they had to literally rebuild these games right so the monetization was less <laughs> like less predatory mm-hmm. because they saw that finally like ea was getting backlash for it and like now they're seeing that like ea actually had to release a single player star wars game with no <laughs> microtransactions right. so that people would buy star wars games again well you know what if that is the case and that really is why they there's been like radio silence fucking good yeah they should have done that a long time ago yeah then this wouldn't be a problem but yeah. now it's a problem for them i'd i'd be so happy if that if that theory actually holds any weight at all yeah that'd be great uh like i would god that would be such a breath of relief mm-hmm. for like my view of the industry right now. oh absolutely yeah um i don't know if we're gonna see the harry potter game at the game awards me neither i i could see it happening yeah but i don't know if i want to commit to predicting it same I'll commit to predicting it. Okay. So I think that we'll see Cyberpunk 2077, Arkham Legacy, and Harry Potter at the Game Awards, but we will not see Rocksteady's project. Okay. And you think... That we will see Cyberpunk 2077, the new Arkham game, and the new Rocksteady project, but not the Harry Potter game. And you think that the Rocksteady project will be the Matrix? Yes. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. Good, good. Good, good. All right, so Activision Blizzard. Yes. Uh, so I think that Activision Blizzard will be present in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the one big thing they will like toss in our direction is is the announcement of a brand new Crash Bandicoot game. Okay. I think it's finally time. Sure. Uh, like they they really got a great positive reception from the from the remasters they made Mm -hmm. that remake of crash team racing seems to have done really well yes so i think uh i think they'll finally just like bring back a new crash bandicoot experience nice i think that makes sense um i think it will like i think it will draw from a lot of nostalgia and not Mm -hmm. like try to rock the boat too much yeah um it'd be cool if it was kind of like the breath of the wild of crash games you know if they (laughs) if they really tried to reinvent the wheel and reinvent crash as a character but i don't know if if they've got the guts to take that step. Yeah, I feel that. But yeah, new Crash Bandicoot game. Yeah, cool. Um, also, maybe 
like a release window for Overwatch 2. Mm-hmm. I think it's really hard to predict when Activision Blizzard, specifically Blizzard, yeah. uh, will decide when to tell you when their game is coming out. Right. Um, and then also, like, I don't think we can expect anything big from the Blizzard side because BlizzCon just happened. Yeah, exactly. You know? So I, I don't, like, if they... If they were going to have an Overwatch 2 release window ready within a month, they would have just announced it at BlizzCon, you'd yeah. think. So, so yeah. So I don't think I don't think we're really gonna hear Blizzard stuff. Yeah, but new either. Crash Bandicoot. That's what I'm thinking. All right, I can see it. Um, Electronic Arts. I I don't really know what they'd bring because like mm-hmm. they're clearly uh they're clearly like toning down like their EA Originals program, right? right? Like they had like a way out they had a they had sea of solitude mm-hmm. uh and they kind of just like quietly released sea of solitude and then didn't announce any new ea originals right so i think they decided that's not a really lucrative field for them and, sure um they like money they like money um i could see them like as showing a teaser for a new star wars game okay um but other than that no i don't know and i don't like may, maybe they'll just be like isn't fallen order cool <laughs> and like we won't see much from them otherwise right yeah could yeah be. yeah i don't know like uh their uh anthem sucked <laughs> so like it's not like they're gonna be like we're releasing dlc for anthem yeah oh you know fucking what though what mass effect trilogy remaster oh there you go yeah now you're thinking like ea <laughs> get your big brain in there mass effect trilogy <laughs> was what's funny is that ea like has been very anti-remaster mm. for a while but they they recently have said some things indicating that they're getting back in the remaster game and there'll be some cool ones in the next fiscal year right so and yeah. i mean the industry is so pro remaster right now you know that mm. like it was only a matter of time before they jumped on that bandwagon as well. Yeah, so a Mass Effect trilogy remaster, I think, would really kind of <laughs> has the potential yeah. to revitalize the Mass Effect brand. Sure. Uh, if, if it's a bad remaster, it has the potential to not do that. Yes. Uh, but man, I would love just like being able to play through the whole thing in one time and have your save data carry over. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like as long as that's done competently, that could be worth the price of admission right there. Absolutely. Worth the sixty dollars that they will absolutely charge <laughs> us for that old ass game. Well, it's games. twenty dollars for three games. Yeah, yeah. Per game for three games. Yeah, so. the, you know, it's it's not it's not the worst deal. That's fine. I've, I've seen worse deals. You know, I would have preferred fifteen dollars per game for a total of forty five. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. If God if if that if that was a forty dollar package, that'd yeah. be an incredible value, right? There. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, EA showing that Mass Effect trilogy remaster. Mm-hmm. So I think that Square Enix actually has the potential to kind of to kind of come out swinging this year. Okay. They actually showed some new stuff at Game Awards last year, mm-hmm. and they have some stuff they could show this year that would all be cool and not like so mind-blowing that you'd think they'd save it for E3 or something. Right. So here's what I think Square Enix would show. Okay. One, a a trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind, sure. the, the DLC, uh, that, that gives a release date for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, uh, footage of the Final Fantasy VII Remake. They do like doing that whenever they do a thing these days. Yeah, and also uh, they just showed some new screenshots for Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, so it feels like a new trailer's right. kind of imminent. Where there's screenshots, there's footage. And, uh, <laughs> I guess that's true, kind <laughs> of. And uh, 
and maybe just like an actual public gameplay showcase of Marvel Avengers. Okay. That's not like 80% cutscene. <laughs> um, I actually think we'll get all three of those. Wow. Yeah. All right. I, I think those will be peppered throughout the show. Um, I think there's actually going to be a Kingdom Hearts 3, like, cons- like a Kingdom Hearts concert sometime this week. Oh, okay. And maybe the Remind trailer will happen there. Right. And not at the Game Awards. Uh, but at least Final Fantasy VII Remake footage, at least Marvel Avengers footage. I think those will both be there. And maybe also Remind. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I could see Remind being shown privately at the concert, publicly at the Game Awards. Ah, there you go. You know what? Uh, I'm going to call that. That's what's happening. Okay. All right. All right. Sega. I don't know what Sega's doing right now, really. <laughs> like, they're being quiet about what the next Sonic game is. Right. But they always announce their next Sonic game at a very specific time of the year, and it's not this time of the year. Sure. Um, there's, a, there's, a couple, there's a couple things I can think of happening at the Game Awards mm-hmm. that Sega shows off. Okay. Um, one is, like, a trailer for Streets of Rage 4 that reveals, the, re- <laughs> that reveals the release date. Woo! Uh, the... And the fourth character. <laughs> oh, yeah. They only shown three? Yeah. And I think there's one in Shadow in the current title art. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Um, and the other is uh, is maybe some footage for the localization of Yakuza 7, Like a Dragon. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like it's probably a little soon for that because it's, it's coming out in japan in the beginning of 2020 mm-hmm. and we usually wait about nine months for a yakuza <laughs> game right so i feel like i feel like we're actually not going to see either of those yeah that's I, fair i think streets of rage 4 is probably a bit too small of an announcement for something like this like i could see streets of rage 4 at like a new kind of funny game showcase or something okay but maybe not the game awards yeah that's fair and i think it's a little too soon to see western yakuza 7 stuff hmm uh, but I'd love to see either. Yeah, same. Capcom. 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 <laughs> uh, so I do think Capcom's going to bring something big this year. All right. I do not think it'll be Street Fighter Five stuff. They're saving that for Capcom Cup. Okay. Yeah. And also, they already announced the Champion Edition and stuff. Right. We don't know who Character Forty is yet. Right. Uh, but they they will be revealed sometime in December. Okay. But not in the Game Awards. Sure. Um. But who do you think Character 40 is? Oh, I don't know. You're the Street Fighter guy. I think it's going to be Sean. Oh, okay. Uh, the the basketball playing... Bonanza. Uh, yeah, the... Uh, well, not basketball, but volleyball, I think. And the the Brazilian uh, protege of Ken, right. brother of Laura Matsuda, <laughs> uh, I, think, I think he'll be Character 40. And uh, a lot of people will be excited about him, and I'll be sad that it's not Dan Hibiki. Yeah, that's fair. I'll just throw out uh, Makoto. Okay. Oh, Makoto, Makoto's coming back. Uh, Makoto's got a good chance, I think, actually, nice. because uh, Makoto won that character popularity uh, poll uh, a couple a year or two ago. Cool. So this, well, yeah, I'd I'd like for her to come back because I enjoyed playing as her in SF4. Yeah, she's she's awesome. Yeah. Um. So here's something I could see happening, and one thing that I think will happen. Okay. I could see Marvel vs. Capcom 4 being announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of rumors that that's being under development and stuff. Right. I don't know if Game Awards is where they would show it. Sure. Uh, but I I just hope to see it someday. Fair. Um, 
But here's what I'm very confident in an announcement of, and that is Resident Evil 3 Remake. Yeah! Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we have a lot of reason to believe that it's happening, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's at this, and 2 Remake is at this reward, award show right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you could get away with RE3 Remake playing quite similarly to the RE2 Remake. Yeah. Like, it's already on the RE engine, a lot of the stuff is already there, so I feel like the turnaround time could be faster yes. than for another game. Yes. And just, like, an H3 trailer that, like, shows like a guy running or something uh-huh. right and then like and then it just ends with like a fist going through like his torso <laughs> and then and then him falling down and it's nemesis uh-huh. yeah 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 that'd be great uh-huh oh really what they could do uh-huh. is uh have the running guy be brad vickers who like that famous cutscene from Resident Evil 3 of Nemesis grabbing him and driving the tentacle through his head. Uh-huh. Like, it's just him sprinting all the way through Raccoon City, and you don't know who it is at first. Okay. And then it ends with him knocking open the gates to the RPD, saying, Jill, we gotta... And then the cutscene starts. Uh-huh. That's what I would do. Okay, nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, cool, yeah. Resident Evil 3 Remake, I think, absolutely is getting a Game Awards reveal. Nice. Uh... And I'm going to keep predicting this until it happens. Monster Hunter exclusive to the Switch. <laughs> Getting revealed. Game Awards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I think a, a Monster Hunter 5 or whatever. Yeah. I think a new Monster Hunter reveal is imminent. And Game Awards wouldn't be a bad place for it. Yeah. But literally it... every prediction episode we do where Capcom could conceivably appear... <laughs> I will predict that until it happens. All right. I think I think that instead of happening here, it'll happen during a January Nintendo Direct. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Bandai Namco. Yep. Uh, they're a pretty big company, but the thing is they didn't really do anything at last year's Game Awards. Mm. Um, so I don't know if they're really down for the Game Awards. Sure. It feels like they don't have much to show off right now that's really big. Like, they got, like, Digimon Survive. Right. I'd really like to see Digimon Survive. Sure. But with the Game Awards audience, you know. Yeah. Um, Did they do Code Vein? Was that them? Code Vein was them. Maybe we get some DLC or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. But, yeah, those those are all the big companies I can think of that'll be present. Um, can you think of any other kind of reveals we'd get? Uh, so here's 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 one that always seems to happen at the game awards yes <laughs> uh there always seems to be like some kind of unexpected licensed game oh right? uh, okay like there's always like a game like representing some property that no one really saw coming like that like a world war z game right, right? papa john's eager to get back in the good graces of american consumers after firing their founder and ceo for using incredibly racist language multiple times in phone calls with investors makes a papa john's licensed game where you're a papa john's delivery driver delivering pizzas with better ingredients that are better papa john's the reckoning (laughs) yep (laughs) we here at papa john's love quality pizza almost as much as we love advertising So we've teamed up with the folks at Capcom. Now, in the Resident Evil 3 remake, instead of healing with green herbs, Jill Valentine will heal herself (laughs) by having a slice of Papa John's pizza. (laughs) Mm -mm. Better ingredients. We're not racist. Papa John's. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. 
<laughs> just it's it's actually a new crossover game developed by Capcom, but it's not a versus Capcom game. It's just Papa John's versus Chick Fil A. God, and it's like we're not racist, we're not homophobic, <laughs> but we'll beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> also, we might actually be those things. <laughs> Better ingredients, eat more chicken, Papa Fillet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the worst time. Yeah, this is one of our worst bits of all time. Uh, so uh So what li- what licensed game do you think it's gonna be now that I've spun this horror story? Yeah, that's a good question, Sean. Uh thanks. I'll say I think Matrix could be a good answer to that. Mm-hmm. Um but outside of the trove of WB properties that you could grab from uh a property owned by netflix oh that's a good one yeah like i don't know if they'll actually try to go for like a big budget stranger things game mm-hmm. or if it'll be like an umbrella academy game that'd be cool because they're also working that weird just that fucking the dark crystal tactics right. game. Out of nowhere. Uh-huh. yeah what I would really want, and I may have even said this on the podcast before, uh-huh. is a series of unfortunate events point-and-click puzzle game. You have said exactly that. Made in, by in Double Fine Fucking Adventures. <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah. No, that, that'd be that'd be good. Yeah. That'd be good. Uh, Netflix. <laughs> I I like. I try to think, it's like, oh, what, what shows and games am I enjoying right now <laughs> that can make for a good... And I just thought of, like... I just thought of like a, a an adventure game set in like the Good Place universe, <laughs> right? Right. Where it's That'd just, be cool. Yeah. <laughs> just like, haha! Wow, brains in vats. Uh, what kind of philosophical conundrum does this remind you of? And then suddenly you have to choose. <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought of like you just being at the Good Place and just like Eleanor and Chidi just like panicking around you like, constantly. <laughs> That'd be really great. Yeah. I mean, Chris and Bell needs more voice work, I think, so. Sure. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. Chris and Bell's great. <laughs> just see her in everything, please. <laughs> she she definitely didn't make enough money off of Frozen. She needs more opportunities. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying, like, she's going to be broke if she doesn't get on this, this right. good place I... video game tie-in money. I'm just saying, I, I like Chris and Bell. No, she's like, good. She's yeah. funny. Yeah, she's she's great. Talented. Yes. Um. So, okay, can you think of any other other reveals that haven't been tied to any of these previous companies you mean you mean an unexpected license game that's a little bit less unexpected than papa fillets you mean something like that i i just any other kind of reveal you can think of uh let's see i think therefore i am i really know i i, I honestly can't think of yeah no, i I think we cover some good bases anyway yeah. i think we're good Me so too. that means our last thing to predict obviously is nintendo stuff and boy do we have nintendo stuff to predict yeah so nintendo has had a presence at the game awards for several years in a row now mm-hmm. and i think it's undoubtable that we're all kind of expecting one thing to be revealed there sure here's another thing before we talk about that thing that i think could be revealed there okay uh, that would be a big deal, yep. and I could see absolutely Jeff Keighley clinching that trailer. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And that is uh, Metroid Prime Four. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I think Metroid Prime Four getting like some kind of cinematic trailer, maybe even something that kind of like implies a lot of cool gameplay elements. Sure. Uh, it'd be great to see a gameplay trailer, but I I'm not going to be that ambitious in my <laughs> prediction. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, just a Metroid Prime Four trailer that reveals it'll be out like holiday 2020. Uh huh. 
Uh, and uh, and just that, like, during the presentation. I'm in favor of that. I yeah. like that. Uh, but uh, with that out of the way, here's the big discussion that obviously we've we've been waiting to have. Right. Uh, Smash Bros. Fighter Pass Fighter Five. <sighs> so I, it's getting announced at the Game Awards. All right. I think we can expect that. Cool. For sure. So here's here's some fun love talking about this kind of kind of conversation. <laughs> so uh notorious leakers uh sabi i think is their okay. name and uh and your favorite sean Verjabin, <laughs> uh have been talking about what their sources have been telling them about the next smash character okay and apparently it's such a close-kept secret at nintendo <laughs> that very few people know who the character is sure but their sources have been able to tell them several characters that the new character is not. So <laughs> I'm just imagining like we really wanted to keep this character a secret. So I, Masahiro Sakurai, designed the Met Home on my personal computer <laughs> by myself. <laughs> I, I apologize not... <laughs> for how rough they are looking. I, <laughs> I would not put that past Sakurai. <laughs> uh, but here's a list of characters that Sabi and Virginbin have said are not the Smash Bros. Fighter number 5 sure. DLC. Ryu Hayabusa. Yep. Crash Bandicoot. Yep. Doom, Doom Slayer. Yeah, thank God. Gino yep. from Super Mario RPG. Sad, but yep. Uh, Lloyd Irving uh, from Tales of Symphonia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gordon Freeman from Half-Life, because that was actually a rumor for like seven minutes. <laughs> I love Half-Life, and Gordon Freeman be such a stupid character, so that's <laughs> completely fine. Uh, Dante from Devil May Cry. Sure. Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Uh, any Fal- Oh, oh, Mario, my head got ripped off! Oh, the blood! The blood is everywhere! Oh, Mario! Sorry, any, please go any on. Any character owned by Falcom, <laughs> yeah. who are popular for franchises like East and Trails of the Sky slash okay. Trails of Cold Steel. Uh, Cold Steel. Right. Any character owned by Nippon Ichi, who mainly just do Disgaea and a bunch of right. even more niche games. Um, any character owned by Ubisoft, which uh, which deconfirms uh, Beyond Good and Evil, mm. Rayman, a Rabid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh that one to me is the most like really? Like, yeah. you know, I, I I they were always on the table to me whether or not I liked it. Yeah. Um this this is deconfirms for character five, by the way. These could right. st- these could all still be future characters after five. Sure. Um any here's the here's the one that was like really for me. <laughs> any character owned by Bandai Namco. Right. So that means uh no Tekken character. Uh-huh. Uh, no Lloyd Irving as mentioned before. Right. Uh Agumon is yeah. not on the running right now. Uh no Dark Souls. Right. Uh, yeah, just Bandai Namco is off the table for this character. Mm-hmm. If these two leakers are to be believed. Right. Uh and maybe they're not. True. And finally, any character owned by Level Five, uh, which are kind of the those uh, Japanese franchises like Yokai Watch right. and Inazuma Eleven. So sure. no, no Jibanyan. Yeah, uh, that's another surprising deconfirm. Yeah, but again, they could appear yeah. later. Yeah, exactly. They could come back. 
Uh, also, there was a Resident Evil Spirit event this week mm-hmm. uh, on on Smash Bros. Ultimate proper that had spirits for characters like Chris, Leon, Jill, and Wesker. Right. And you'd think that if any of the any Resident Evil character ever became playable, it'd be one of those four. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's safe to say that a Resident Evil character will not be playable. That franchise is pretty bloody, so Ye- that's fine. Yeah. Lots yeah. of guns. Yeah. So, uh, we did a you know we we made our predictions for what we think the next six uh smash bros ultimate dlc characters are gonna be right right uh sean and i have predicted together that sora from kingdom hearts Mm -hmm. tracer from overwatch Mm -hmm. and the protagonist from astral chain will be amongst those characters right uh i have predicted additionally that hey hachi uh, the Minecrafter and and Crash Bandicoot will uh-huh. be amongst those characters. Yeah, and Sean has predicted that amongst the Monster Hunter, right, Jin from Tekken, and Byleth from Three Houses will be amongst those characters. Yes. So, uh, let's assume for a moment that all of the all of the leaked deconfirms are true. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means that. Uh, the characters that are left on the table are Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Right. Uh, and, you know, Square Enix has already contributed a character this year in, right. in the hero from Dragon Quest. Uh, Tracer from Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Astral Chain protagonist. Right. The Minecrafter. Uh-huh. Or, and or Steve, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, the Monster Hunter. Yes. And uh, Byleth. Right. Uh, so, Sean, out of this list, who do you think is character five? Monster Hunter. That's I a good guess. Yeah, I think it's Monster Hunter, and I think that's going to go great with the reveal of Monster Hunter 5 exclusively <laughs> for the Nintendo Switch at the Game Awards. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good, good good, call. Thanks. Uh, I think it's Tracer. Okay. Yeah, I I think it's Tracer from Overwatch. Um, I could see these, these Jokers being wrong and it's Crash. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think... I think that it's Tracer from Overwatch. Um... And that, like, part of the reason Blizzard has been so desperately uh, <laughs> trying to do mea culpas for their disastrous uh, Hong Kong yeah. shenanigans, I think uh, I think part of the reason they're trying to make sure that everyone in every country likes them more again right. is that, like, Nintendo is over here to the side, like, what are you doing? <laughs> We're going to put Tracer we'll put, in our... Maybe we won't be Tracer if you don't cut this shit out, you bitch. <laughs> it makes us look bad. We already made this deal like a year ago. Uh, yeah, so I, I I, think that Tracer, or really any Overwatch character, probably Tracer, right? Yeah. Uh, just, you know, it's a mascot. Yeah, yeah. She'd, she'd be a really cool reveal, uh, and like it'd be the first DLC character for Ultimate that is a female playable character. Mm-hmm. And her moveset would be dope. The stage would be dope. Uh, some surprisingly good music in that franchise. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it would tie into Overwatch 2 and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think that's, like, it's it would both be a surprise to a lot of people and also, I think, plausible in a lot of ways. Yeah, I think it's a good, good well-supported guess. And I hope you're wrong so that it can be Monster Hunter. <laughs> But yes, those are all of our Game Awards 2019 predictions. There they are. And the Game Awards show is happening December 12th this year. Yeah. I think. 
Uh, went almost the whole episode without saying that. That was dumb. Well, now you all know. If you made it this far, now you know what day this <laughs> will take place. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. December 12th. So we will get to see it next week. And then Sean and I will get to react to it the week after. Yeah. Let's open some listener mail. Yeah, pop open that mailbag, fit your hand around, see what's inside. Okay. What's inside? What is inside is a mail from Fisher Chapel. All right, Fisher. Fisher says, Batman Arkham Game Teaser Trailer. That's all I want for Game Awards. <laughs> Fisher, very reasonable thing to want, yeah. and I hope you get it. Me too. Mr. Goober mania on twitter yeah says i'm predicting that death stranding will get some sort of dlc like the tesla cyber truck <laughs> that would be great actually <laughs> in the same fashion that breath of the wild got the motorbike but really i want to see another breath of the wild 2 tease or smash dlc and smash ultimate for game of the year <laughs> nice yeah no, good good predictions goob yeah i i hope Really, any of those would be great to see. Yeah. Even the Cybertruck in Death Stranding, that would be hilarious. It, that would be incredible, actually. Yeah. That'd be incredible. It'd be peak post-Konami Kojima, because, that, <laughs> of course, if you, you know, one thing that I know about Death Stranding without having played it is the product placement is egregious and outrageous. Oh, really? Yeah. That's fantastic. And horrible. Did you see the footage from the Tesla Cybertruck reveal? Uh, no, but I've seen the Tesla Cybertruck. Okay, well, there's yeah. just, there was a moment during the reveal where they were like, and by the way, the windows on this thing, unbreakable, and then they <laughs> threw a metal ball at the window and it broke immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's amazing! Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Here's an email from Jables. Alright, Jabes, what you got? Jables says, Hey, fellas. Hey. I do not have a prediction for the Game Awards, which is incredibly exciting. <laughs> I love having no idea who the next character could be. Sure, people throw around Geno, Doomster, Crash, etc., but those leaks are dumb, and a new one says something <laughs> different every day. Yep. So it is very exciting that it could be an anticipated character or a completely out-of-left-field character like Terry. I honestly hope it's a character that no one has thought of, even if I have never heard of them. Wow. That being said, here's the last character I absolutely need to see in the Smash Bros. games. The Game Awards shows a video of Sakurai at his desk. He tells the audience, Hello, I have been hard at work on Fighter V. <laughs> Unfortunately, we are behind on schedule, so we are not quite ready to reveal who this fighter could be. We promise we are working hard, and we are sorry for the incon- An objection bubble ha! appears alongside a vociferous <laughs> delivery of the famous line, Phoenix Wright investigates the scene. Yeah, I need this character. My most wanted characters have been King K. Rool and Phoenix Wright. Phoenix has to be in this game. With the recent Resident Evil spirits, I think Phoenix's chances are much higher. I would love that. I'm not changing my prediction, but I would love that. <laughs> Sorry for the novel. I am very passionate about Phoenix. His moveset would be so weird and different, and I'm all for it. Thanks for reading this and being awesome. Hope y'all had a lovely Thanksgiving, Jables. Thanks, Jables. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Yes, our Thanksgivings were good. Yes. And yeah, Phoenix Rice, that's, I I would love that. Me too. I, I just don't see him as that likely, but I love the the hope <laughs> and, and optimism 
enjoy in your prediction, Jables, and I'm I'm rooting for it. I'm rooting for you. Same. Here's a tweet from Atlas Fathom. All right. With all the chaos going on with Smash leaks of characters deconfirmed by Sabi and Das Verjabin, etc., I like that Fighter Five is still a surprise. Hmm. I'm still sticking to my predictions of Lloyd or Gino, but I'd be more than happy to get a surprise slash out of nowhere character. Yeah, well, honestly, one thing that I think would be really fun and is entirely possible is if Character 5 was just a character that no one could possibly have predicted. Yeah, it that, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I, I would be happier than that than I would be with Tracer, actually. <laughs> um, Depending as, on uh, who it is, I may or may not be happier with that <laughs> than I would be with Monster <laughs> It's just like... Hey Hachi, but he's riding on the Minecrafter's shoulders. <laughs> Just the worst possible thing for me. Yeah, exactly. That'd be yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Atlas Fathom. Thanks, Atlas Fathom. And finally, Facebook message from Garrett D. All right, Garrett D. Garrett says, listening to Beep Boop Soup, and I low-key want you guys to do a more serious podcast. <laughs> or... Can we get Sean to give us the political alignment of Smash characters? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, you most certainly can, <laughs> Garrett D. G- give us three. Okay. Mario is a small business Democrat uh-huh. because he runs his own business. Right. Uh, and so you got to think that he probably wouldn't love being taxed. But at the same time, I think that he's wandered throughout so much of the world and met so many different kinds of people that there's just no way that he could be like culturally conservative right so he'd be like a blue dog he'd be kind of like me where he's like to like uh, left of center okay uh i'm going to say that snake is a libertarian <laughs> because one of his most famous lines from the metal gear solid series is we're not tools of the government or anyone else Okay. Which is just that's the manifesto. Right. He loves uh carrying guns around. He <laughs> likes being in solitude in Alaska with his sled dogs and not being bothered by anybody. Uh-huh. So so yeah, I think that I've pretty much got him pegged there. Uh-huh. And finally uh, I'm gonna say that Kirby's a member of the Green Party <laughs> because He's always recycling stuff by swallowing it up with that big mouth. He's <laughs> <laughs> you you made you made that sound like a little too like <laughs> like invested romantically. <laughs> he's always platonically invested in recycling. Uh, you know, he's interested in maintaining the peace and tranquility of Popstar. But uh, against... does he really, or does he just want to get his cake back from from King DDD? I mean, you know, he wants to make sure that uh, King DDD isn't taking everyone's cake, uh, which isn't really a Green Party thing, but it's there. Kirby always seems to specifically be after his own cake that was stolen. What about the Great Cave Offensive? Uh, He's just exploring, getting artifacts. Yeah, and taking a bunch of treasure from people and things. What about uh, Meta Knight's uh, revenge? Revenge of Meta Knight. Meta Knight is getting revenge on him. Because he's because Kirby is chaotic and destroys things, and he and Kirby is destroying the massive metal super polluting halberd <laughs> to stop it from uh, raising the CO two of Popstar. 
I think at best it's an act of self-defense, and and there's not much more to it. He is defending the environment <laughs> of his planet against industrialization. Oh, okay. I I see. My bad. Thanks. <laughs> well, there you have it, Garrett. Yep, there uh, you go. And thanks for listening to Beep Boop Soup. Yeah. Uh, if you want to listen to Beep Boop Soup, <laughs> uh, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Beep Boop Group. Uh, if you support us on it and give us like a dollar a month, you get access to an exclusive monthly podcast where Sean and I just take questions from people and, and answer them. Uh, and uh, and sometimes those those questions are a bit more serious yeah. than uh, than the kind of stuff we tackle on this podcast. That's true. Sometimes they're about on par totally <laughs> with the stuff we tackle on this podcast. And sometimes they're much sillier than the things we do on this podcast. <laughs> so really, they run we, the gamut. Yeah, we got we got a lot of bases covered. You should yeah. check it out. Um, uh, on the subject of us running a more serious podcast i don't know if the two of us combined if that's possible <laughs> yeah I, I, I might have to strike out on my own for that yeah one. i think sean could manage something <laughs> like that by himself i don't think the addition of me would <laughs> would make that a very consistently serious <laughs> podcast right i i can i can be serious sometimes but asking me to do that for more than an hour at a time uh, we'll just give you a Valium before every episode. What the fuck? You'll just be like, oh man, politics. <laughs> uh, and then I'll just keep talking. <laughs> Super serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks, Garrett D. And thanks for letting me get my Patreon plug out of the way early. Yeah, thanks, Garrett D. Next time on A Smashing Theory... The Game Awards 2019 reactions. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, so, you know, we'll watch the Game Awards. Those are happening the 12th next yeah. week. I think that's uh, that's next Thursday. So the Thursday after that, you can uh, treat yourself to a brand new episode of Smashing Theory where we yeah. go over everything we got right, everything we got wrong, and how cool or stupid <laughs> the new Smash character is. If they were present at all. Right. And uh, we'll tell you about how drunk we got, because sometimes we do that during the Game Awards. Yeah, so sometimes we kind of do a little drinking game thing. Uh, sometimes those drinking games are dangerous. Yes. Because it's always stuff like, take a shot whenever Jeff Keighley uh, looks at Hideo Kojima with big, wet puppy dog eyes. <laughs> right. And, and then we're just wasted immediately. Yeah, we so. would die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you, after the Game Awards, want to... Uh, send your own thoughts about how all that went. Uh, you can uh, tweet at us at the Smashing Theory. Give mm -hmm. us a follow while we're at it. Uh, while you're at it, and well, we're at the store. Yeah, <laughs> that's where we are most of the time. <laughs> and uh, and and or send an email to a Smashing Theory at gmail dot com. Uh, we will read our favorites on the podcast per use, and uh, it'll be a good time. Yeah. Game Wars are always fun. I'm really looking forward to, to seeing what happens there. Me too. I like watching them. I liked watching them when I, I liked watching them when I was a mere spectator, and I like watching them now that I cover them in a pseudo journalistic way. <laughs> Very pseudo. Yeah. 
extremely pseudo. Pseudo journalistic, I think, is the best, is the most uh, official sounding way I've ever heard this podcast described. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's our new, like, you, you go to our Twitter, it's like, Smashing Theory, we're pseudo journalistic. With like an asterisk. Uh-huh. And then you have to read, like, we're not pseudo journalistic. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> well, anyway, thanks, everybody. We'll see you in a couple weeks with some Game Awards goodness. And in the meantime, I hope you have a smashing time. Oh, that was nice. Thanks. I hurt my brain doing that. (laughs) My brain hurt. Congratulations. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Special thanks. Special thanks. Special thanks to Lonald. Ah, uh, Lonald. 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 Thank you. Thank you. I heard you got I it. heard you got... What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> no! No! <laughs> Sorry, thanks a lot. I was going to say that I heard... Uh, Lonald got a Switch recently because oh. I, I saw him take out his Switch and <laughs> I, I friended him on it. Congrats. Yeah, but cool, cool, man. Cool yeah. going. Special thanks to Nymph. Mm, thank you, Nymph. Nymph, I don't know if you watch the Game Awards, but I think it'd, it'd be your speed. I think you'd I I think you'd like some of the game announcements and I think you'd really crack up at the stuff that's cringy. I think so, too. Definitely do it. Yeah, special thanks to my girlfriend, Amy Lee. Amy Lee, thank you. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Amy Lee. I'm sure Daniel was thankful for you during Thanksgiving when you made him a bunch of food. I was super thankful for that. Yeah, like I'm, I'm just really thankful for her. Well, of course. Yeah, she's, she's, uh, she's great. I, yeah, I, uh, you know, I don't, I don't like getting too mushy on the pod, but uh, but she means a lot to me. Also, nice haircut, Amy Lee. She got one recently. Yeah, it's a good haircut. Yeah, she got good hair. It's cool. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, good hair. <laughs> thanks for the hair, Amy. Uh, <laughs> special thanks to Leo. <laughs> I don't know. You got to keep it fresh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's <laughs> like one day you'll say special thanks to Leo. I'll just go woof. <laughs> you never know what's going to come out of my gob that, when you space. When yeah, you say that, that didn't seem particularly Leo. fresh. That was more like McDonald's grade. Like, <laughs> Like lion noise. Come to McDonald's where you... Oh, no, it's a lion. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of lion is that? Oh, he's got a big tongue. He's killing me. (laughs) Thanks, Leo. Thanks, Leo. (laughs) Uh, And finally, special thanks to Mr. Cool Red Luigi. Wahoo! Mr. Cool Red Luigi, you've been amazing, and it's been fun to see your holiday prep on our Discord. Yeah, and also... We recently added a deals channel to our Discord, and you've been putting lots of deals in there. Yeah, good, good deals, man. Yeah. What, what a good deal having you as our patron. Yeah, another good deal is uh, you get Discord access if you sign up on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash <laughs> you're, you're You're doing your best, and I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Cool Red Luigi. <laughs> thanks, dude. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> if you want a special thank us... 
Uh, us the special thank you. Yeah. You can get <laughs> us some money and if, we'll do a thanks. If you want a special thank us, you can do that anytime. For free. <laughs> One of the perks of being our fans. But if you want us a special thanks, you uh, $20 tier on patreon.com slash Yeah. Uh, Where you can also get Discord access. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, this, that sounds great. Special thanks to all of our <laughs> thanks to the patrons. <laughs> See you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.